There is a statement that goes, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Do you have an idea? Or do you want to engage in something that God has for you, but you don't know where to start? Hi, my name is Trey Rell, and I want to introduce you to this podcast, Journey Begins Podcast. This podcast will feature of the problems that we have in terms of where to start in the beginning of what God has for us in our journey. I want to feature guest speakers who've been there before in our shoes. And I want them to tell us of not just their stories, but also some things that we can learn from them. I also want to bring in some other conversations along, like sports and entertainment and hobbies. But I want this podcast to be God-honoring as possible. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the Journey Begins Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. All right, and welcome to the very first episode of Journey Begins Podcast. I'm so glad that you can be able to tune into this. Uh, first off, uh, before we get started, I want to uh, get right into the sports, which is very interesting if you've heard of the breaking news. I love those sound effects. They just add to the podcast. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the NBA first because there is a lot of buzz in there with the uh, trades and the signings and all that. Uh, first off, Chris Paul signing to the uh, Phoenix Suns. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I had to think about it. Phoenix Suns. Uh, he was in a, a, a trade deal um, along with some others and... Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder will get the first uh, round pick as well. So uh, benefits to both sides. Thunder um, give up a star, but they will get the first round draft pick. So glad for them. Uh, Phoenix Suns will be a, a terrific team now since um, Chris Paul is a, a terrific player uh, with the court vision that he has and uh, will give Devin Booker more opportunities to uh be more effective on the scoring end. So anyway, uh, good for the Phoenix Suns and good for the uh, Thunder. Another uh, trade, Drew Holiday from the New Orleans Pelicans going to the Milwaukee Bucks on a trade. Now, I find this very shocking and very interesting in which I understand now the Milwaukee Bucks are desperate enough for people um, to do their jobs and to be great so that way the Bucks can get to the finals and win a championship. So now the Bucks have Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis Andretokounmpo, and a lot of good others. So they're going to be a really good team. Um, but as you can see, the Milwaukee Bucks are trending up, and they are desperate for a finals because they have something to prove. For the New Orleans Pelicans, it's interesting enough because um, – as Drew Holiday goes to Milwaukee Bucks, New Orleans Pelicans actually get Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, which is very interesting because two of them are actually really good point guards, and they did really good for the Milwaukee Bucks. So that would be very interesting how that all plays out. 
um, who will be the uh, next point guard to Drew Holiday for the Milwaukee Bucks. But now the New Orleans Pelicans have Eric Bledsoe and George Hill to play with, and they'll be really good players and a really good uh, group uh, to go in with the starting lineup. So look out. They are going to be really good this year for both teams. There are talks that Russell Westbrook and James Harden will leave the Houston Rockets. No surprise there since uh, some things have happened to the Houston Rockets. It's sounding like James Harden might be wanting a trade deal to the Nets. Now, I find that interesting because you already got KD and Kyrie Irving um, who are with the Nets. And if you had James Harden, then basically they are just the next contenders to the Milwaukee Bucks, and that will be very interesting. I don't know, and I can't really see James Harden being um, in with the Nets. I don't know how that will work out, but that will be interesting to, to see. Anyway, that um, – with that being said, those are your uh, sport updates. Um, I will get to the NFL a little bit later on, but um, I want to get into uh, the main reason for the podcast now. I wanted to do this podcast because I wanted to hear from other pastors and ministry leaders of not just their testimonies, but of how they have um, learned and how God has shaped their lives from the start of their journey to where they are now. And I want to hear from them because as I start my journey um, of becoming an inner city pastor of Detroit, or a church planner per se, um, I want to learn from these guys and from their stories uh, to see how I can apply it to my life. And I wanted to do this podcast so that not just me that's learning, but also uh, to those who are listening, that you be able to um, apply it to your guys' lives and to be inspired from the stories that are being told. Um, I don't have anybody lined up for um, this episode, and I do apologize for that. But I do want to talk about my testimony on this podcast because um, a lot of you don't know my testimony and a lot of you uh, don't know where um, God's leading me in the new journey. So um, I have grown up with a Christian family all my life. I was born in Illinois, um, where I grew up with uh, my mom and dad and my family. And we grew up with my grandpa from my dad's side, where we served in his church for about five years um, prior to when I was born. And I grew up uh, living those memories, and I enjoyed um, I enjoyed those memories, and I, I really enjoyed serving God um, while being young. In which I uh, I thank my parents for allowing me to start young and serving God. And quite honestly, to those who are parents, you should start your children young and serving God. You should start young uh, because it carries on with them. And as you continue to build them up and as they grow in their faith in God, that they um, stir up more curiosities and wanting to become more like Jesus Christ. And so I encourage you with that uh, just on a side note. But anyway, as um, 
as I was five years old, uh, my dad got a calling uh, from God to go to the inner city of Indianapolis and to start making an impact there. And he was looking around and he finally found a church that was needing a pastor at the time. And he basically took over that church, which was in the uh, Lawrence area, if you're familiar with that area. So about 2005, we moved over there. Uh, actually, 2006, now that I think about it, uh, because my sister, Audrey, the youngest of my family, uh, was born about that time. So we we moved over there, we settled in, and um, I grew up helping my dad out in the church that we were at, and um, some things were happening in the church um, to where we we had to uh, basically step away from that church, and that was when uh, my dad uh, started a new church in his house. Um, which is uh, Village Baptist Church. And I remember those times because it was a little bit weird um, having church at a house, but it was uh, the most memorable times because not only um, did we get the chance to serve uh, God in our house, but also that um, the neighborhood was able to come in and to uh, see Christ for the very first time. And it brought to the level of uh, comfort for people who were skeptical about going into a church building, which I find that very interesting. Um, which on uh, Sunday nights, my uh, mom would uh, cook dinners um, and meals to um, help out for uh, Bible studies at the night, which made people uh, more comfortable and more willing to grow in Christ. And I grew up in those memories. Well, um, going, going uh, ahead of the story, um, about 2012, um, we have lost our home due to some complications, which I'm um, not allowed to say. And we lost our home, and we, my family, except my dad, who stayed here to um, basically find a place, the rest of my family, including I, uh, went back to uh, my grandpa from my dad's side, and we basically with, with, lived with them for about uh, two months before my dad could find a home. And after my dad found a home, um, we uh, moved to uh, a home um, in the inner city, just about two minutes away from downtown. And we are still living there to this day, and I consider this home um, because this this house has changed my life in um, in what God is wanting me to do, which I'll get later on. But anyway, uh, we moved here, and um, we basically uh, stepped back and took a break. And uh, sir, we are serving God currently in another church in the Southeast Baptist Tabernacle. Um, but we do have some plans for my dad to uh, be a pastor. We don't know where God is leading right now, but uh, we pray that uh, God will lead us soon um, because, honestly, I am ready to serve um, with Him and with my family um, to make an impact for Christ. So with that being said, in, let's get to my salvation uh, testimony. 
2015, I was dealing at the time uh, with pornography, which I was dealing with back when I was nine years old. Um, right when about, um, I believe, the iPad first came out. I can't remember uh, about that year of when the iPad came out. But that was more of attempting to where um, I was a sneaky kid <laughs> and I found ways to get by um, without being noticed. But that, but me being sneaky doesn't mean that I always uh, got away with it. So I got caught in 2011 and um, I honestly did not really uh, pay attention to that because I was more really into it and about 2015 my mom found out and honestly that was an eye-opener that day because I've been dealing with it since I was eight and I was 14 and and I just I could not deal with it anymore and then I started to question myself of of was I really um was I really saved and was I really making um, changes in my life to be a better young man for Christ? And I literally told my mom, I was like, I honestly don't know if I'm saved. I honestly don't know if I have Christ in my heart. And it was a shock to me that she didn't punish me and she didn't get on with me about it until later on, which I will share a little bit later on. Um, she first thing gave me the Bible and then she told me, I want you to go through the gospels, read them. And by the time I get back from grocery shopping, I want you to give me an answer whether you're saved or not. Now I want to give a story prior to that. I did, uh, confess that I had, um, uh, accepted Jesus as my savior at seven years old, but I didn't quite understand the need for Christ. And so with that being said, uh, that night I took the Bible and I read the Gospels and I was finding myself in the place where I just did not have Christ in my heart. And as I was reading verse by verse, it just became relevant to me that I just didn't have him and I wasn't making changes and I didn't have the Holy Spirit to convict me of my sins. So that night I told my mom I needed Christ. And about June 25th, 2015 at 11 o'clock, um, I got saved in my living room and I am grateful to this day um, for parents, uh, especially mine who are patient and who are willing to um, take up a lot of their time from their busy schedules uh, to show me the, uh, uh, what I need to do to become a better young man. And especially that night, it, it changed my life to uh, trust Christ as my Savior. So thank you, Mom, for that. Anyway, um, going into the further years as uh, my family and I served SBT. Um, about last year, November, I was still struggling with pornography. 
Now you might be wondering, are you just confess Jesus as your savior, you should have those changes. Well, I was getting better, but I was still dealing with this problem. And God was calling me to some things, but I wasn't living to um, the fullest potential and I wasn't giving my um, 100% to God. And so my parents found out and I had to come clean of what I was struggling with. And ever since I came clean and ever since um, my sin problem um, has been uh, lifted off my back, um, God has just really opened doors uh, for me to uh, to really embrace what he really wants me um, to do in the start of my journey. And so as I conclude in uh, my story, I hope that this is um, an encouragement to you, knowing that um, if you have a sin problem or if you are struggling with something, just give it to God. And honestly, when you give it to God, that's when God can allow you um, to live to the fullest potential of serving Him. And I can honestly say that that day when I gave up probably one of the hardest things to give up, it was not just burden lifted, but I was extremely excited to really embrace and to really uh, be used by God to uh, my fullest potential that he's given me. So I encourage you with this. If you're struggling, give it to God. Just go to God. He will show you um, what you need to do. And so what I want to do in the podcast is I want to um, say a Bible verse, and then I want to pray, and then I want to get into some other things. So I want to read from Deuteronomy 31.6, which is my life verse. And um, when I read the verse, um, you will see why. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And I love that verse because it holds true to me to this day. Knowing that I can be of good courage and I can be strong um, facing against um, sin, against my um, sin problem, against other things that are trying their best to bring me down. I can be strong and I can be of good courage knowing that God will be with me every step of the way and into the beginning of my journey till the end of my journey till it brings me um, to my death or basically when um, I rise with God uh, who knows who knows so with that being said I would like to pray and then I want to transition into um, telling you of what's going to go down with these podcasts and then I want to uh, wrap it up for uh, uh, this uh, first beginning of episode one. So without further ado, let's go ahead and pray. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for um, blessing this podcast. God, how you are already doing the work. And God, that 
you are a patient and merciful God, knowing that you're with us each and every step of the way. God, I pray that you would be with those listeners and with me as we begin our journeys to walk closer to you and to be more like Christ. Lord, that we embrace um, truly of who you are and that we give our 100% and give um, everything that we have to serve you. God, as we come to a, a world that is um, searching and in need of you, God, I pray that you would help this podcast to be a podcast where we um, see listeners having a burden for Christ in a great and mighty way. And God, Lord, that we be able to change um, each lives one person at a time. Thank you, God. I pray, Lord, that you would uh, please dismiss us with your care. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I thank you uh, for listening. Um, I will be doing the podcast every Saturday at 9 o'clock, and I will be uploading those. So I hope that you have a blessed day, and I'm looking forward to episode two. Thank you once again for tuning in to this podcast. I pray that this podcast will be an encouragement to you as we continue to develop ideas and as we continue to uh, hear stories uh, that these conversations that we will be having will honor and glorify God and also to help each other out as we continue on the journey that God has for each and every one of us. If you would like to help me on the podcast or if you would just like to send an encouragement, I am available through Facebook and Instagram. Just look me up at City Boy for Life. I'm also on Gmail if you want to contact me through there at indyt2000 at gmail.com. Thank you once again for tuning in, and I hope to hear from you guys as I develop episode two.